Hey everyone, Tony here and I have an exciting announcement before our episode begins. Some time ago, Victoria Rogers of the Broadswords podcast set about gathering other podcasters for a promotion of the upcoming book from Wizards of the Coast, Mordekainen's Tome of Foes. We were lucky enough to be a part of this amazing opportunity and are going to be featured with 22 other awesome podcasts for this podcast of foes. We'll be running a one-shot in the world of Ostia, utilizing the material from Tome of Foes and be featured on the Dungeon Delve podcast feed. Our own episode will be released May 14th, so please come check us out, and thank you so much, Victoria, for including us in this amazing opportunity. I really don't think I can convey how excited I am about this. Again, come check us out May 14th for Podcast of Foes. And one final thing before our episode actually begins, and that's to give thanks to all of our iTunes reviewers. First, I wanted to thank Fry Curious, who mentions that he loved the banter and mediation between all of the characters as they interact with one another. Thank you for saying that everything's actually smooth. I like to try and keep things focused on the main plot and any jokes that I think are funny or some of the cast thinks is particularly funny. Uh, we just we have a blast making all of these, and I'm really glad to know that other people are enjoying this as much as we are. Another shout out to Shoopdawoop3333. Thank you so much. We try really hard to make sure that we can combine rules while making sure everyone's having a lot of fun in the campaign. I will take a look at this uh, link for the image of Whistle Click Click. Uh, talk with Rachel about it as that was her rolled up character. And I know she, as terrible of a role as she made for this character, she absolutely love it. Uh, we'll see about getting that up as quickly as we can. Next shout out goes out to King Coal Miner and... Honestly, like I, I love all the characters, and Sari is absolutely fantastic. I 100% agree with you, and I'm not just saying that because she's my wife. <laughs> Thank you for saying such kind words. I try really hard to make sure that I can balance the rules of the game and actually have the rules within the game itself while allowing the players to at least have the chance to try anything they want. Of course, it's all up to the roll of the dice and how crazy they want to be. So thank you very much. Our second to last shout out goes out to Grim Fuzz. I'm honestly honored. Uh, I've been trying to listen to a lot of other real play podcasts out there. So Revival is actually not one I know about. So I definitely want to take a look at that. Thank you so much, though, for the very kind words. Really appreciate it. A final shout out goes to the Jagged Sun. Thank you so much again. Uh, we try, I've tried so hard to build up this world for the season two that we're putting into this podcast. And I want to showcase all the lore and all the world building as I can. And I'm really glad you are enjoying what we've been able to do so far. And thank you so much for the compliment on the sound quality. We work really hard to try and get that to the best that we can. Again, thank you to all of our iTunes reviewers out there. We really appreciate everyone out there who listens to us. And we love more reviews from you. We love more comments from you. Honestly, it's it's... It's just really amazing kind of how far we've come. And now on to the show. With me, as always, are the following players. Hi, I'm Adam. I'm going to be playing Sildan. He is a wood elf, way of the Kensei monk. Hi, this is Bethany. I'm playing Saria, an ASMR Order of the Immortal mystic. Hi, I'm Chris. I'm going to be playing Daryl, a human evocation wizard. Hello, I'm Nick. I'm going to be playing Tor, a dwarven inquisitive rogue. I'm Rachel, and I'm playing Kalima, the half-elf domain of the grave cleric. 
and we would all like to welcome you to Orenthal. Last time, the party came face to face with Raleon and attempted to stop him once and for all. After freeing Captain Mars from his control and saving the Queen and her children from the Intellect Devourer, the party went all out on the undead abomination. Though Tor fell and was later revived first as a zombie, then eventually back to his normal self, Raleon was finally slain. With the fallout of the battle still yet to be resolved, and an amulet that needs to be destroyed. This is where we're going to pick up with the party. Daryl, last time you had Vral toss the amulet into the air as you cast a firebolt, and you see the amulet glow with the heat of the flames as the spell strikes it, and as the amulet clatters to the ground, other than the slight glow from the heat, it seems to have no effect. I'm going to march over with my sword and just slash it to pieces. Saria, your Frostbrand scimitar comes down upon the amulet. Again, you hear dozens of voices for a moment just crying out. And as it smashes and cracks, a flash of light fills the room. And for a moment, you see little wisps kind of rise up. And you see a face here and there in this these wisps that seem to rise up and fly off upwards beyond the the ceiling above you and there are moments where you see elethra you see fulmer and you see noah as they rise up smiling off out of the room the amulet then goes dark and the room goes silent tor you <gasps> breathe in as you immediately see Kalima standing over you, light glowing from her hands, as you find yourself among the living again. So I definitely have a sense that those souls were being freed and were going on to whatever place they they want to go. <laughs> yes, that they're they're going off. Uh, Kalima, you would have gotten a similar sensation now, especially being so close to uh, Kelimvor utilizing revival magic. <laughs> You get the sense of he is pleased. Okay. okay. I guess I currently have the amulet. I'm going to take it over to Kalima, who seems to be the most qualified. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and say, I, I think uh, all the souls that were trapped in here are, are now free. Um, maybe you can confirm that uh, with Kelimbor or something? I don't know. Assuming that would be some kind of check. <laughs> You can do an Arcana or Religion check in this case. I wonder case. which one. They're both the same. <laughs> <laughs> so we That's really do wonder one. which one. Um, <laughs> all right, here we go. I'm going to do Religion because I'm more of a religious person than a magic you are. person. Yes. <sighs> that would be a zero. Oh. Wow. oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to set this up. Oh, man. Um, I look at it and I go, it's a necklace. Oh, Tony, sorry. What? Sorry, I would like to check it then. <laughs> Kalima seems a little distracted. She just brought somebody back from the dead. I that also seems... was brought back from being unconscious as well. I basically had a healing potion yeah, she dumped in my out. face and then crawled over and revived Tor. 
So can I make an arcana check, Tony? You can. And I'm probably not yet in a state with which to make an arcana check, so... Tor, I would say you're very unfocused right now. You're you're at one HP, essentially. You just died, bro. Twice, technically. It's a 15, Tony. And during all this, Daryl, you see that over. I will allow you to make an arcana check if you want. So you had a 15? I got a 16. Okay. Between the two of you, as as you're looking over, Daryl, you kind of like wander over to take a look at this thing, too. Uh, especially since it resisted your mighty fire. <laughs> you get the sense that whatever magic this held is gone. So it's just a weird looking necklace? It's a broken necklace what? now. Okay, question. What does it actually look like? So it's a very, uh, very simple silver circlet, essentially. Uh, in the center is a now cracked sapphire. Oh. Okay. I will say, I guess... Daryl, maybe it looks like it's inert now, but maybe you'll want to study this? Sure. It'll make for some interesting studying later. Between the two of you, you do look at it. There are minute runes on the sapphire itself, but again, it looks like whatever magic there was is gone. Okay. I'll, I'll squirrel it away into one of my pockets for <laughs> later study. Okay. Sildan, really quickly, what are you doing? You were over... I was like, I said something really fast. Gerbo! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can I probably go over and uh, check on Kera Rain? I want to make sure that she's stable. You know, you can speak in your regular voice when you're describing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let me do what I want. <laughs> Must always be Sildan. <laughs> Must always be Sildan. Okay, sure. <laughs> so Sildan, you walk over to Lady Kara and you see both Era and Oren just kind of kneeling beside her. If you want, you can do a medicine check to see. Yes, I would like to make sure that she is at least stable. Okay. Does an 18 cut it? Okay. So you check her over. She's breathing. She doesn't look like she's she's in any danger of immediate death. She's not dying or anything. But okay. you can't see any way to kind of wake her up. Uh, Kalima, when you have a second, can you come over here and check on Keradane? Kalima, what would you like to do? Saria did just say... Gerbo as well. Yeah, which I had already stabilized. I yeah, knew he was alive stable. and stable. Yes. Okay, then I would go over to Kara and lean down, kind of look her over. I'm assuming that's like a medicine check to see if she's alive, dead, breathing, <laughs> unconscious. Yes. <laughs> what is this? Yes state? to all of those. Okay, guys, I've got a good chance at this one. Don't don't jinx it. Twenty three. Okay. <laughs> I have a plus seven to medicine. So, studying over, you can tell that she's she's stable. She's not in any danger of dying. But whatever it was that happened to her, it seems to be an actual something that's stopping her from being able to wake up. So she's just currently, like, unconscious. She's, like, in a coma, but stable. Yes, she seems to be in a comatose state. Not uh, just unconscious. Can I try a lesser restoration? You can. I will say you do place your hands and release the divine magic, and there is no response. Oh, I guess we just have to kill her then. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Whoa. I didn't say it, guys. Just for <laughs> it's, you know it's what Kalima's thinking. Well, I mean. <laughs> it's her time. As Sildan and Kalima are kind of gathered around, Oren pipes up. Sildan, is she going to be okay? 
Um, I'm not entirely sure, but we're going to make sure that we do everything we can for her. They start to tear up. The, she, oh. She's fine. <laughs> she's just resting. Don't worry. It'll all be okay. By this point, Tor, you kind of start to come to your senses. What would you like to do? For one, chug a health potion. Okay. So you take one of the health potions in your pack as Kalima uh, goes off to check on Lady Kara, swig the health potion, and feel a very tight feeling in your chest, but some of the wounds that you had taken, uh, little scrapes and scratches, heal up. There's still a tightness in your chest that you're not used to as you took a massive hit, hit harder than anything you've ever has ever hit you before, but you're feeling a little better. You have a bit of shortness of breath still. You still feel a little bit cold, but overall better. Okay, cool. I'll stand up. Okay. And, gosh, um, so Captain Marsk is nearby? She's kind of staring at the the amulet. Yeah. Almost expressionless. As I recall, she's just sort of like, become like, a not a literal zombie, but it's just sort of like, mindlessly staring and it's in kind a of a, she's like she's in shock state. yes yeah state. she's zoned yes. out <laughs> yep very much so i'll actually go over to her and kind of if she's seated I'll, I'll sit down beside her not exactly bother her unless she wants to talk but just you know have a presence there and and while i'm doing that i'd also uh Vral is probably pretty nearby as well you actually would see him over by where Raleon had stood. Okay. For now, I'll, I'll just sit down right here next to Captain Mars. Okay. Uh, seems we've both been through a lot. You get no response. She's just staring. There, there. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl, is there anything else you would like to do? Yeah, so I would have gone or wanted to go up towards the royal family and check on them. I guess you said that Kara is still unconscious. Yep, she's breathing. Both Kalima and Sildan seem to indicate that she's not dying, but she's okay. also not waking up. She's yeah. fine. Everyone should be fine. Uh, Don't traumatize the children. Yeah, yeah I, I, would I would like to uh, cast Detect Magic on her. Okay. Yeah, and I would at some point mention to Daryl that I did try like a lesser restoration and it had no effect so that I'm right really well that, that sure. was what prompted him to think that it may be some kind of magical means that are uh, preventing her from being awoken Daryl you do see an aura on her it doesn't have a particular school but you can make an arcana check in order to try and figure out what this aura is doing I would like to do that He's like, eh, pass. <laughs> I'm alright. Uh, I'll walk dead. away. <laughs> she's dead, Jim. Yeah. I got a 17. Okay. So, as you're studying this aura, you realize that there is a magic effect on her that seems to be inhibiting her intelligence. Uh, and that could be why she's not able to become conscious? Yes. Okay. With that, you would also know it would require a much more powerful spell to remove. Gotcha. If only we knew someone who had much more powerful spells. <laughs> I'd realize that her life is not in like any kind of imminent danger. She is not in any imminent danger. Okay. I will try and relay this to Kalima and Sildan, who are right by me. 
I mean, we're all standing right here, yeah. Yeah, you guys are all pretty close together. The only one that's not really with you guys right now is Vral. He's off, like, just staring at this these uh, these robes up in the corner. Vral's in his humanoid form right now? He's human now, yes. Okay. <clears throat> he was in his hybrid form for a, for a okay, bit there. Okay, I just wanted to confirm he's not, he's not in half- Wear tiger form. <laughs> yeah, as you guys kind of look over at him, you realize he had shifted back sometime between uh, your conversations. We were a little distracted, so that's fair. And he just seems to be staring down at the robes on the ground. Yeah, he's still gripping one of his daggers, and you can tell he's gripping it rather tightly, but he's just staring. Can I run over to Gerbo and dump a healing potion in him? Yes. Okay. I would nice. like to do so. Dump a healing potion in him. So you rush over. Kalima, you had seen this before when you stabilized him. You see yeah. um, cuts and scrapes and blood uh, from his nose, eyes, and ears. How does he look now that he has six HP? <laughs> As you pour <laughs> the healing potion in, you see a few of the wounds start to close up, and his eyes slowly flutter open. Uh, Saria? Yep. How you doing? I've been better. Yeah, Is- you look a little rough, but... He starts to look around. Everything's okay. Is he dead? Oh, yeah. Like, really, really dead. Quite dead. Quite dead? I think that's accurate. The deadest. Good. Good. <laughs> the most dead. But not undead. No, no, just just dead dead. He kind of peeks around as he's way off by himself, and the rest of you are all huddled around Ladakara, and he realizes, oh, you're all here. Good. Do you mind helping me over so... So we're all grouped up. Yeah, yeah, come here. I'll, I'll haul right. him over. I mean, he's not very big. No, he's he's enough. <laughs> <laughs> While uh, she's doing that, can I kind of take the uh, two children over to the side a little bit, angle them away from their mom? Just kind of inspect them, make sure they're not injured, and just comfort them, make sure they're okay? Roll persuasion. Persuasion? Because I'm so good at that. Yep. You aren't bad at charisma, right? I'm good at that. 16? Yeah. Okay. You kind of lean down to both of them and like put an arm on them and kind of softly tug them up as uh, Daryl is still inspecting. Kalimas was just getting up from looking at her and you you're able to guide them a little bit farther away. Both of them just kind of hold on to uh, your pant legs. <laughs> Once Gerbo comes around, uh, walk over to him and see if I can do any additional make him feel betters. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they call it. For those in the biz. That's the technical term, guys. All the make them feel better. <laughs> make them feel better. Because um, I do still have my staff and everything. I haven't used any of my staff. Um, that might be a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is Captain Marsk still just looking, like, completely zoned out? Tor, you just barely hear the faintest bit from her as she kind of just whispers, Now what? And I... Just look really uncomfortable at this. <laughs> I'm still working on that myself. I, I, I think the first thing you should know is we've both been used in this, uh, and it's it's not your fault. Roll persuasion. Fifteen. She kind of looks at you for a moment and has a very sad smile, like she's attempting. And then turns to look towards you, Saria. Kalima, do you want to roll your heels? Yeah. Um, Feel so, betters, I believe. <laughs> yeah, the betters. Okay. I wouldn't say no to heels. 
I wouldn't. I know, I only have eight hit points, but I don't think Kalima would focus on herself. um, Vral also looks still really bad. Yeah, I figured Vral, Gerbo, Captain Marsk. I'm at eight. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I'm at eight. (laughs) Sildan, Daryl, and Tor are all pretty bad. Gerbo, Captain Marsk, and Vral are also pretty bad. Okay. So basically, everybody but Saria is bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I will do everybody but Saria and myself then. So they are each going to get 16 hit points back. Nice. Thank you. You're welcome. So from the staff. Everyone feels quite a bit better, huh? Yep. Everybody but myself and, well, you didn't need it, but yeah. Gerbo kind of stops limping as much and and is able to stand a bit straighter. Uh, Vral gives a quick look back to you and a nod of thanks. Uh, Captain Marsh seems to do the same. And then she turns and looks at you, Saria. He has... Uh, journal you'll want to look at. Where do I find that? She'll just gesture towards the robes. It never left his side. I will stride over and rustle around in the robes for a journal. Alright. As you are rustling around, you're able to find in one of the pockets a very thick journal. And pull it out. It's, yeah, it's it's almost two inches thick. <laughs> and then you initially open it, and the pages are blank. Oh, I thought you were going to say they were, like, made out of human skin or something. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. This just became a very different setting. (laughs) No, that's the next campaign. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I see the pages are blank. But recalling, you look a little closer and see the faintest of indentations in the parchment. While you're pulling it out, you hear footsteps coming up the spiral staircase. Dear diary, today I decided to start a coup. (laughs) (laughs) XOXO. Relion. (laughs) With the hearts. Yes. (laughs) Alright. So, can I do any sort of check to to figure out, or to to just get an idea of some of the contents? I, you say I feel some indentations, like if well, you you are able to to sense it almost, and you can put your hand to the page if you want. Okay, to different pages if you want to get a sense of things. Yeah, I just can I just like skim it? I know I can't read the whole thing, but just like yeah. uh, make an investigation to see how quickly oh, and okay. kind of overall what you skim. Oh, one plus five. <laughs> I'm traumatized. <laughs> it's total six. Okay. You kind of touch through and you get little flashes and imagery of experimentation, something in, in the Thessian kingdom, at one point within Solana, but you don't get a lot with a quick glance through everything. Okay, I will pocket it for later. As the footsteps get louder and louder, coming up the stairway, you first see Thoven, who is followed close behind by Antinua and Ild falling right behind. You see all of them have, uh, both Antinua and Ild have weapons in hand. Thoven has his staff, and he seems to be just, they're all at the ready as they ascend the stairs. Uh, we can all see them? You have first line of sight on them. I'll say, Thoven, we need you to take a look at the queen. He just nods and gestures with Ild to go with him. They all ascend the stairs. All of you now see the three figures arrive on the scene. I guess when they get close to us, I'll explain what I uh, had detected about her current state. Did I did I see her go down? You you saw her go down. Okay, can I kind of just explain what I saw in the moment that she went down? 
Yeah. Uh, basically, what you saw is uh, Shamar looked at her and she collapsed. Okay. <laughs> Super helpful. In terms yeah. of what you saw, Thovin looks. This will be more to your expertise. I believe a greater restoration's in order. You see, uh, she kind of puts her her warhammer away. As like, I all right, cracks her knuckles on her hands. Good thing I had that one ready for for today, then, huh? And she she goes up and begins the incantation, placing both hands on Lady Kara. All three, by the way, look exhausted. Worse than us. Worse than us. They don't look injured. They look exhausted. Uh-huh. And Tinua climbs the stairs and immediately catches your eye, Kalima, mm-hmm. and begins to walk right towards you and just says, report. Clay, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Clay, official business. Yeah, Clay, Oh, my God. Kalima would just nod. We took care of Relion, the queen, and she'll kind of motion to Ild starting help. I did what I could, but it was a little bit out of my toolbox. Hopefully, Eld can take care of it. I believe everybody is accounted for at the moment, though. You believe the threat has passed? We believe what we think was the threat has passed. And Kalima will point over to the where Vral is standing by the, the robes. Uh, we took care of Relion. She'll also point to, I'm assuming there's a body still from Shamar. Yes, he is still there. So point to Shamar and not as openly kind of motion to Captain Marsk. Uh, The immediate threats have been taken care of. Very good. And she softens up a little bit and kind of smiles at you and just says, I'm glad you're all right. I'm glad you're all right as well, because I haven't seen you in a few days and... um, well, someone had to take care of Ild and all her terrible drinking habits. Kalima will finally <laughs> smile a little bit as she's looking over Ild, like cracking her knuckles, doing the, the healing. And you're like, yep, I know so, that one. <laughs> so do the rest of us see this interaction? You all yeah, see yeah, for we're, the we're first right. time ever Kalima smile. It's not uh, a big smile. What? It's a little can, smile. Can I um, speak telepathically to Sildon really quickly? <laughs> sure. Oh, gosh. To say, apparently she has friends, it's just not us. <laughs> <laughs> She's my boss, not my friend. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure, seems yeah. like friendship to me. <laughs> but I won't say anything out loud. <laughs> she also didn't try to braid my hair, okay? So, Ild releases divine magic that courses through Lady Kara's body and her eyes begin to open. Hey, it's all right, your highness. You'll be fine now. Just take a few seconds to breathe. Your uh, your brain's coming back to normal, from what he tells me. And she just gestures towards Thovin, who is just kind of scanning the room overall. Daryl, you recognize that it seems like he cast a detect magic. <laughs> ah, see, I could have like, told you that. <laughs> You're like, nice, nice. <laughs> Admiration. <laughs> After... And Tinua stops kind of talking to her. I think Kalima would uh, kind of go over and lean against the wall and take a healing potion herself. <laughs> yes, I didn't do any healing on myself. I'm at eight. All you people with healing potions. <laughs> you had healing potions yeah. and you used them. Yeah, I used mine a while ago. Yep. So They don't yes. grow on trees, sadly. And we're low-level, poor adventurers. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Maybe a and then Kalima's gonna walk over. Okay, I'm gonna have to rest you two now. Um, no, 
hear your wanted. Official business. <laughs> You'll never take me alive. Sultan just runs out the window. <laughs> As all this is happening, Thoven walks over towards the back wall where you initially saw the, the small flash of light and where Lady Car and the children appeared and seems to be examining uh, something there and just says, looks like a sort of teleportation glyph. Interesting. Can I help so, in some way? Oh, yeah, I would, I would like to. Assist. Sorry, uh, and, and Daryl um, With your detect magic <laughs> still up, Daryl, you do detect that there is uh, magic coming from a small glyph on the wall. Okay. Uh, can I walk over to it next to him and kind of inspect it as well? Yeah, make an arcana check. Alright. Uh, sorry, you can do the same. <laughs> so then that would explain why they got here so fast from the uh, temple. Uh, Tony, I'm using my nomadic mind. Go for it. I rolled a 24. 23. <laughs> Darn it. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to the wizard. <laughs> We're just being helpful, okay? <laughs> so both of you are able to recognize that this seems to be a glyph that links to another in a sort of uh, teleportation type of effect. Like portals. Basically, yeah. So, is this something that would have been present in the wizard's tower already, or is this something that Raylion had added afterward, after the fact? Thoven just kind of looks it over. It seems like it was already here. Perhaps he just took advantage of it. Most likely, an escape route or some sort. Well, good thing he didn't get to use it. Indeed, there's most likely another one that you can go back and forth from. Anyway, he turns to look at the rest of you. There's guards coming here very soon, and I'm sure he gestures towards you, Saria, and Sildan. You two are aware of the bounty on you. How do we clear our names quickly? We'll need to speak with King Rain. And he kind of looks over at uh, Lady Kara, who is now hugging both her children. I'm sure they'll help. It won't take long. It'll just be a matter of Making sure you get your your say in with all your allies here backing you up. Okay. Are uh, all of the ambassadors okay? He looks towards uh, Antinua and Ild, and Ild looks really mad at this and just goes, That stupid high elf Galindan Galanadel was not Galindan Galanadel. Oh, I'm sorry. Apparently, he's nowhere to be found. Nemesk is fine. He's up in his room somewhere, but... Galandan never showed. So we still have someone unaccounted for then. Thoven just shakes his head. I believe that entity was Galandan. That's how he got into the city. Relion was? He just nods. Oh. <sighs> this whole thing is further reaching than I think we even realized. It concerns me that he either intercepted Galandan along the road or he got to him in Solana. So this is just the tip of the iceberg? It's possible. For now, I suggest we clear your name so that you two can move about freely. Yeah, I don't want to be wanted for murder any more than I need to be. (laughs) I don't know, you have killed a lot of people. Only in self-defense. Actually, no, because Daryl is a (laughs) kill-stealer. I've never killed anybody. Was that a character? (laughs) No, No, actually, I was thinking about it. I haven't killed very many people. Nope. I think we really only killed, like, 
Noah. Noah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Is that revenge? <laughs> yes. Yes. It's a part of Partially. our long-standing rivalry. <laughs> Can I speak to Captain Mersk briefly, uh, telepathically? Yes. And I'll just say we have a lot to discuss. We have a lot of time to do it. Just take what time you need. You see, like a fake smile, kind of for a moment, and just I'm. Not sure I'm about to be led away as scot-free as you all. I guess we'll see. It's okay. These things take time. She nods. Tor, is there anything else you want to do? Is Brawl still kind of doing what he was doing before? You look up, and he's not there. (sighs) Totally within character. (laughs) (laughs) Tor, as you look up, you realize Vral is nowhere to be seen. Would I have noticed him leave? My passive perception of 16. Tours or mine of 20. Dang it. <laughs> He's so stealthy, you guys. <laughs> Mine's 17. Mine's even higher than Sodan's. Yeah. 13. So I have 20. no idea what's going on. Yeah. yeah. 23. Oh, dang. Okay. Well, I turned to Gerbo here next to me. Glad you made it through all right. Eh, I'll be honest. I'm a little surprised. He smirks at that a bit. And by the way, as this is going on, I'm doing some Thieves' Cant. Okay. So what are you saying in Thieves' Cant? What am I actually saying, you mean? Yes. What's, what's the message? <laughs> Need to meet with you, Thrall, and Thovin privately. Thovin will understand what I mean by privately. You have a quick response of where, when? Soon. Dealer's choice. <laughs> Towards Takes a moment. So is Thor, does it come across as weird to the rest of us how he's talking or? Tor, roll deception. Okay. Not that we suspect Tor. I probably would just assume he's addled from dying, but. <laughs> and, 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 you know, he, it, maybe, maybe it is weird that he's smiling yeah. as well. A total of 20. Okay. You guys can't really tell anything particularly weird. It seems Tor is just still kind of collecting himself a little bit. Nothing out, too much out of the ordinary for him. Okay. We're also weird. It's hard to know when someone's being weird. You yeah. Know? <laughs> Gerber responds and thieves can't. He'll be in touch. And Tor just nods. So as all of you are talking, you hear a lot of footsteps suddenly coming up the spiral staircase. Heavy footfalls. Definitely sounds like armored people. And coming up towards the top to meet all of you, you see about a dozen guards led by an older woman, uh, scarred up and having only one arm that most of you would know is the War Master, War Master Jelana. You'll never take me alive! <laughs> As she a, rushes over and cuts off your arm. Yes. <laughs> well, I would like she to, needed a spare. Yes, I would like to keep both of my arms, so I will... Yeah, um, let's put my hands up. I will say that I am declaring my innocence, but I will respect the laws of the land. She looks amongst all of you, and eventually her eyes fall to Thoven, and just nods and says, All right, I'm mainly here to collect Saria and Sildan for the crime of murder against a master of Zoxiara's. With which we will explain. You do not need to explain to me. I'm bringing you before Justicator Amastasia immediately. Will we be able to bring witnesses? to demonstrate our innocence. The two of you will come with us, the rest can follow. And she turns to Lady Kara and seems to inspect her for a minute before just nodding. Captain Marsk, 
what are you? I believe you should come with me as well. And Marsk, you had noticed she had dropped her sword some time ago. Mm-hmm. Seems to be just leaving it. Just walks up to Warmaster Jelana with both hands in front of her and just says, whatever you need, Warmaster. I'm assuming you all go with. Yes. Yep. Kalima would ask Antinua where to find her basically once this is done or if she's coming as well. I'm coming as well. I want to see this through. Making sure. Of course. I figured you would as well. I was assigned to them, so I should at least finish what we started. She's our friend! Ugh. If you say that, Kalima <laughs> just like rolls an eye like... <laughs> yeah. As Sildan says that, he gets a slight nudge from the guard behind him. All right, I'm moving, I'm moving. <laughs> they do ask for your weapons. No! So we are cutting off Sildan's arms. Is what you're yeah. <laughs> not, not everybody's, just Saria and just, Sildan's. Just those of us who are accused of murder. Kalima would offer to hold them. I will hand my, my swords to Kalima. Agreed. I, and I say, I know that you'll return these to me once we get this all sorted out. Yes, of course. Thank you. And then I will... Uh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> Just, you get, like, a cross between, like, dagger eyes, but, like, you could tell she's trying not to smile, and, like, she's like, oh, you're so annoying. Oh, like that kind of look. Like a, like a kid brother. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> like, when they're doing something stupid, and you want to slap them, but they're also kind of funny, so you're like, ugh. Oh, I really you don't goofball, like you. you. Yeah. <laughs> it's working. <laughs> it means a lot to him. I know. It does. It does. It does. All right. So who is not coming with us? I assume the queen and her children and someone staying with them. You know, several of the guards are actually like staying with them right now. Okay. So you follow uh, Warmaster Jelana down the stairs and across the courtyard through the Regent's Seat District. Most of the houses here are fancy really nice uh these are all the noble families all the ones that are essentially govern the individual districts sorry i was gonna say to daryl do not spit on their doorsteps i know you're thinking it too <laughs> fine do you say this telepathically oh yeah yeah just to okay. daryl <laughs> so not just fancy they're fancy smancy these are the top tier these are the nobility yeah. Kalima also looks disgusted. Yeah. You're escorted around a few of the houses that surround the uh, wizard's tower. All of them house in the entire family there and approach the Adamantine Palace. And as you come up to the the massive stone door, solid bands of adamantine crisscrossing along it. And you can tell Mithril as well of the, across this light gray stone that Ooh. opens up before you. You then proceed up the steps into the palace proper, passing artwork and statues all around you. Uh, there is a heavy amount of wealth in this place. Are they uh, statues of like historical figures I would recognize? Yes, uh, they're, they're fairly well known. Most of them are uh, the different kings mm-hmm. who have ruled over the Vremer Empire. Are they all named Rain? They are all Rain. <laughs> Six of them are Vremer Rain. Oh, wait, we're on Vremer Rain the seventh. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. You would also know based off just you have a history of the Orenthal. Many of these yeah. kings took the name Vremer Rain after the first Vremer Rain. Yeah, makes sense. 
passing through. Halima, you recall this initial path, but instead of going uh, through a side passage that led to one of the small rooms you had before, you proceed straight into the main throne room. Massive gold, red, and silver columns rise up to meet a ceiling roughly 80 feet above your heads. A huge mosaic windows behind two large golden thrones of immense elegant design, gems encrusted along the throne itself, and seated on one throne you see a rather well-built, older human male, a patch over one eye, a large golden crown, elegant red and silver noble clothing, a massive shield on one side of the throne and a large sword on the other. And immediately around him, you see Thoven and Tinwa and Ild, though they walk with you as well. But do we can we do a spit take basically? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and there is a moment of uh, surprise as this uh, the figure on the throne looks at those beside him and then back to your group, and he just calls out, "Thoven, what is the meaning of this?" To which Thovin steps forward. My apologies, your highness. This was necessary, as we were not sure which of the ambassadors were the target of this. They are simulacrum, created by myself and a few members of the academy. You then notice the king does not look particularly happy, but he then gestures towards the side in which, Kalima, you recognize head justicator Amastasia, uh, who's essentially like, Directly under the king, the head of the legal system within Orenthal. Quick clarification. So the Thoven who spoke is the one who's with us, not the one, the one who's, who's by with you. Yes. We got the real thing. Cool. Just checking. <laughs> Amastasia is a rather plain looking half elven woman wearing simple but nice robes, though uh, very piercing blue eyes. As she comes forward and uh, steps right beside the king. She looks towards you, Sarya, and Sildan as you are kind of gestured forward with a small retinue of guards surrounding you. As you kind of all enter this room, you see dozens upon dozens of guards uh, lining the, the other sides of the pillars. Just for reference, we're like just handcuffed right now? Yes. Okay. Yeah, we're not like in chains or something. No, no, no. Your, uh, your hands are just bound. Okay. So we can walk normally. Yes. You two are kind of gestured forward. I will go forward. <laughs> Yeah, I'll walk a little bit forward. The rest of you kind of are, are kept back a good, like, 15, 20 feet from them as they're pushed a little bit closer to the king. Head Justicar Amastasia then calls out, You two were accused of the crime of murder against a master of Zoxiara's due to what we have heard recently from trusted members of the court and allies to the Vermeer Empire. We are allowing you an immediate trial in order to explain what occurred in your own words. So, which of you would like to speak first? I'll kind of give Saria a look as, please, go first. <laughs> I was like, eh? <laughs> my, my words aren't great. I'll say, we're innocent of the crime of killing Noah Lightglide. Instead, we killed an intellect devourer who had taken control of his body and was preparing to murder innocent people. 
And you have the proof of this? We can produce intellect devoured to show you this abomination is just one of several that have taken control of innocent people in the city. And tragically, once that's happened, we can't save them. We just had to prevent them from harming innocents. And I'll show the whatever this, I don't know, pile of goo is that's the intellect devourer. The one that you had, Saria, was the one that you had essentially sliced cleanly in Oh, okay. So it just looks like a braid that's been severed. (laughs) With With two legs on either side. Okay. I will uh, offer that out. (sighs) There's a moment of tension as initially as all the guards kind of like have a hand on the weapon as they stare at this thing. As you just hold it out. Yes, yeah, I just hold it out and I'll say, and uh, the rest of our party members can can vouch for vouch for that fact. Judicator Amastasia, her steely eyes like fall to you first, Sildan. What can you say of running up and striking at Noah as many individuals said you attacked him without provocation? Did you know the intellect of Aura was in his head before you struck him? So, I had initially spotted the man, and when I went up to confront him, uh, his first reaction was to tell me that if I do not leave him alone, I there will be uh, a massive loss of life. And he proceeded to cast a spell, which looked to be a fire-based sort of explosion spell. She looks past the two of you and towards you, Daryl. Student Daryl Mavis, step forward. Yes, Judicator. (laughs) You were the apparent favorite of this, Noah. Would you concur that the spell he was casting was of, how did you put it, fire in origin? Yes, that's correct. Judicator, I was not present when that happened. However, I did see the aftermath and the intellect devourer that came out of him, so their story does ring true based on everything else that we've seen. She just stares at you for a minute. And what is your feeling on the death of your master? I feel it's a great loss to the Academy. He was a great man who taught me quite a bit, and he will definitely be missed. His, his life wasn't ended by us. He was already gone. Correct. That's how the intellect devourers seem to work. They take possession of the person and remove or devour their brains. So even though their body moves, they're but a hollow shell of their former selves. Not really alive. I would like a persuasion check from Saria and Daryl. Okay, it's a 24 from me. I got a 6. Okay. (laughs) It evens out. (laughs) It's a good balance. I also wish to speak with uh, Kalima. She'll step forward, yes. You have no stake within any of the hierarchy within the Vremer Empire or within Orenthal. Can you corroborate their story? I can. We have dealt with several of these intellect devourers, and uh, that was one that has come out of somebody, and uh, we have seen that they tend to enter the body or host, destroying what would be that person as we know them, and controlling their body as a vessel of sorts. So the vessel is essentially dead once the creature has taken hold. Yes. She looks towards King Rain, who 
just stares at each of you. It seems like he's trying to see if he believes you or not. For the sake of brevity, <laughs> several other people come forward and speak, uh, including Thovin and Tinwa. And at one point, even uh, headmistress uh, Zinevere arrives Ooh. to speak on your behalf. And she states that during an investigation to which Thovin had warned her about, she found three different glyphs underneath the podium, which after inspection, she determined that they were symbols of death, which would Ooh. kill. Each symbol had a radius of 60 feet, Ooh. which would deal massive amounts of damage to anyone in the area. It seemed whatever it was had a specific trigger, but thanks to Thoven's warning, uh, which was thanks to the five of you, they were able to successfully dispel the magics, uh, her and a few of the other masters of the academy. After some time, Lady Kara and her children are even brought in. This is over the course of... Hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they even speak on your behalf. Oren, at one point, just talking about you, Sildan, and saying that you were so cool. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Because you, you punch the guy, and then he went down, and then you kick the, the creepy thing, and then it stopped moving. <laughs> and when all is said and done, King Remoraine stands up and says, Clearly, you have done much. As for the crimes you are accused of, you are innocent. You are all free to go. <sighs> and I personally would like to give each of you thanks for saving my wife and children. He does ask you also, uh, where will you be staying in the next couple of days? I would like to honor you more publicly for your service to this empire. Oh, I, that's really not necessary. I'll be at the Nickel Granger Tavern or at the Academy. Looks to you, Tor. I, I currently have lodging planned at the Running Pickaxe Inn. However, um, I am flexible at this point in time. <laughs> he's uh, not inviting you to a sleepover <laughs> <laughs> he does kind of say it's it's more of where you may be reached uh running pickaxe in would is where i intend to be in that case very well <laughs> he turns to you daryl at the academy i presume of course then to you sildan i'll either be at the barracks where i've been staying recently or at the Nickel Granger Inn as well, for me. And he turns first to you, Kalima, and then to Antinua. I presume <laughs> that you would stay within the palace as was planned. Antinua just looks to you and just nods. Kalima just Very has well. the straight, normal face of just like, Duty. that's my superior. Talk to her, not me. <laughs> Very well. And he turns towards Captain Marsk now. Captain, for the time being, you will be put under guard until it can be confirmed that you are no longer under the control of this these whispered ones. You are free to have visitors under controlled situations. And that is all for now. And she just kind of quietly nods and seems accepting. At this, he turns to the rest of you. Thank you again. And you can join back in on the celebrations in the city. We'll have to 
Choose tomorrow, then, to honor Thoven uh, as we finish clean up in here. But but which Thoven? <laughs> he looks back and forth, and the exhausted-looking Thoven beside you just gives you a side eye <laughs> and a slight smile. I will- hold on, I'm gonna give him a wink! Roll charisma. Roll the wink. <laughs> Roll oh wink. gosh. Roll the charisma wink. check. Yep. Uh, it's a total of ten. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the better winks she's done. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's not totally awkward. <laughs> That's hilarious. You're like, it's improving. It's only mildly cringy now. <laughs> it's, it's an average wink. It's okay. No, an average wink is a bad wink. We all know that. It's either a great wink or it's bad. Bad. Uh, You got me there. (laughs) (laughs) So, Thovin then does a uh, slight head bow towards King Rain and says, Thank you, your highness. We will get out of your way and allow you to conduct business. And kind of gestures to the rest of you to follow him out. Mm -hmm. I will follow him out. Oh, follow him uh, out. Follow and Tinwa and Ild go with you guys. So we all troop out together. <laughs> yep. Captain Marsk and Gerbo uh, remain. And Gerbo just kind of calls out, I'll come see you guys later. Okay. And just heads up to speak with the king and the court. So you guys proceed out of the palace being escorted out. And as you are being brought out of the uh, regent seat district... You see immediately beyond the doors, Cha, Atron, Elsis, and Lily all waiting for you. And they look fine, right? They look fine. Cool. Yay! How bad do we look right now, by the way? Do we look, like, really overall pretty rough? Like, are we scary? You look pretty rough. You look like... Yeah, yeah, you look like you just came out of a, a pretty bad fight. Oh, okay. Well, I guess nothing to be done about that. Thanks to a lot of healing, though, I mean, you're overall looking all right, but you guys haven't had a chance to clean up or anything. Yeah. And there's probably some kind of scar for getting one shot by a death ray. Yeah. (laughs) Do you look at your chest? Don't look. Don't look. There's a a constant (laughs) tightness, by the way. You actually have a little difficulty breathing. Perhaps now, having gotten out of the the, the royal chamber, uh, I would take a moment to look down. All right. Uh, so you see the skin on your chest is blackened and cracked. Cool. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not not pretty. Yeah, Sorry. it looks nasty. It looks really. All right nasty. then. Cover that. Cover that back up. <laughs> Immediately, Cha runs at you, Sildan, and just hugs you. I'll give her a little Aww. hug back. And uh, both Elsis and Atron, a little more more poise, kind of just bow towards you. Lily rushes up to all of you. I'm so glad you guys are okay because I heard that I, uh, when the, the, the warrant came in and they were asking about, about you, I was really worried. And then I found out about Noah and I didn't know what to do. And, and is, is Gerbo okay? It's okay. Gerbo's fine. He's talking to the king. We're all okay. Tor died, but now he's not dead. Everything's fine. You see Kalima just like pinching the bridge of her nose. Like, <laughs> she looks at, at Tor's like, you were dead? What happened? That sounds ooh, that sounds scary. How Are about, you okay? How about we're a little we're a little worn out. How about we fill you in while we all can sit down and rest for Ild a bit? steps forward at this point and just goes, I I think we could all use a drink on me. Come on. Running pickaxe is nearby. Sounds good. 
I am totally Ooh. up for that build. Yep. <laughs> and while Kalima is also saying that she's going to uh, offer back the weapons to Saria yes. and Zodan. I was going to ask, but thank you. <laughs> you don't have to ask. I will she- sheath my blades. <laughs> so Zodan will take his sword back and he'll, he'll just be like, thank you very much, Kalima. I'll boop her in the forehead and I'll kind of wrap an arm around her. Like, let's go. Uh, She's just like... <sighs> She just lets it happen, though. She's like, whatever. Oh, wow. Progress. <laughs> Progress. She's too tired to kill you. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're all headed to the running pickaxe? So you all go to the running pickaxe. It's probably approaching noonish by this point because like of how long the entire, like, yeah. trial took. I guess, uh, sorry, we'll turn to Tor and say, so are you, like, are you okay? Did you... See stuff on the other side? Did I, Tony? Roll intelligence. Uh, okay. <laughs> One on the die, total of four? <laughs> nope. You remember a lot of pain, and then opening your eyes to see Kalima. Not really, but it's still fascinating for the two, for a moment, have been, in a way, the subject of my research. Being undead? Oh, yeah. wait, shoot, does Tor know about that? Uh, it would have come out in the trial. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah, I guess that it's really an up-close and personal experience, for sure. Yep. An enthusiastic nod. Like, he's he's actually kind of excited about it. Probably. Hey, maybe it'll help with your research. I think around this time, Kalima's, because she can hear some of this. Is yeah, yeah, we're all walking together. Yeah, and it's just kind of like, yeah, not many people experience the dying part and being brought back. And she's going to give him a, like, kind of a stern line and be like, I brought you back because Kelimvort doesn't approve of those who are killed by the undead. So keep that in mind with your studying, and hopefully it won't happen again. Yes, um, once was enough. I do appreciate the save, regardless of where the mandate was. <laughs> like I saved you, I don't like you. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> so who else is with us besides the party, Tony? Elsa, Satran, Cha, Thoven, Ild, and Antinua. Can I sign up to Thoven? Oh, or is, there- <laughs> is Daryl already there? <laughs> he has two sides. Weird. Just so you know. Daryl, are you already there? Oh, yeah, we're we're discussing books and such. Oh, okay. Books and such. You can sidle up to the other side of Thoven. <laughs> I will sidle around Thoven to the other side in a really not awkward manner. Roll and, for sidle. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Roll a deception. You know how good I am. I'm actually very deceptive, but... She is. Not at hiding awkwardness, I don't think. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, uh, I'm assuming, Tony, uh, out of character, I do not know what a simulacrum is. You I can mean, roll for it. It's Arcana. Oh. I rolled a one on the die. That's <laughs> nope. not... It's not going nope. well. Total of six. Welcome to my world. <laughs> so, uh, I'll wait until there's a like a lull in the conversation where Daryl has to take a breath. and um, It does happen. Yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't pass out. So, what's with the other version of you and Antinua and Ild? Ah, it is a defensive measure that I've found to be useful at times if one is the target of an attack. It requires an inordinate amount of ice or snow, and you essentially make a copy of yourself. So he's literally a copy of you? He cannot learn. He can't heal. He has 
a lot of the experience that I have, but essentially, yes, he is in many ways a copy of me. Doesn't that scare you? No. You don't feel a, a loss of your individuality by having a another self out there? Because I can learn and adapt. He cannot. What are you going to do with them? Well, they were intended to be a defensive measure. Uh, I can always dispel the magic for Ilden and Tinwa if they do not want theirs around. To which Ild kind of pipes up, Aye, it's creepy. Please get rid of the other me. (laughs) (laughs) Do do they have souls? They do not. They're not alive in the same way. Oh, okay. They are animated by magic, but they are not living. So you could make them of anyone? Like you could make one of Daryl? Yes, as long as Daryl remained within the, the area of the spell for 12 hours. 12 hours? <laughs> he looks at you with very tired eyes. This is why oh. I'm as tired as I am. That makes sense now. Well, I began the spell very soon after the initial assumption that one of us was the target. Thanks to the help of Zinavir and a few of the other masters who know the spell, we were able to get enough done. Wow. Well, I guess it turns out they weren't necessary. I guess that's a relief. That it is. I'd rather waste a powerful spell that I don't need than not. Then die, basically. <laughs> or allow another <laughs> another to die. Yes. Uh, by this point, you guys are arriving at the, the tavern. Daryl, is there anything you wanted to, to kind of discuss specifically or just like books and such? Mostly books and such. I, I mean, I would have kind of maybe talked a little bit about what we had all just gone through. But a lot of my interest is going to be once I get back to the library and able to see what we can find out about what the whole ordeal we just went through. Sildan, what are you up to? I'm kind of just talking with my little ones and Kalima, if she ever gives into conversation. Depending on what the conversation is. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm mostly just talking about like what what happened. Just that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> during the whole ordeal with the fight and everything and then kind of going over the fact that so from now on I'm thinking maybe I will start increasing the speed at which I train you guys. I think it's been long enough having just one master. They kind of turn to you a little confused. What, what do you mean just one master? I mean if and I, I have an inclination that this is just the beginning of something I want us to be prepared, so I'm going to start training you guys a little harder to actually be capable of some of the things that I currently am, and you will become masters eventually in your own right. You see three very determined faces stare back at you, and they just nod. Kalima probably isn't talking to anybody after the after she talks to Tor unless they talk to her first. She just kind of quietly... Uh, and Tina was just more casually asking you what happened rather than in a, a full-on report. Okay, yeah, she was just... Over the past few days. ...what's been happening. And Tor. A few things. For one, Tor would mention to Daryl, considering um, donating the original copy of my research to Zoxiara's Academy, I'm, and then transcribing an additional copy to send back to the Thessan Kingdom, so, just to let you know, that resource will be there. Oh, excellent. 
Yeah, the uh, Academy is always uh, accepting new books. By about this point, with all this conversation, you guys are are at the tavern, but you you notice Ild kind of like gesture all of you towards like a few tables that uh, she kind of pushes together and just calls forward Mardred and just <laughs> asks for rounds. Just keep supplying rounds. Anytime she sees a cup empty, just bring another one around and it will be on, on the uh, the Thessan kingdom. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the place is, is still pretty full with a lot of different dwarves in here. So the kingdom a has a day. There's, there's almost constant noise around you. Okay. So, uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to bring up during this somewhat more relaxing? I know Kalima would try to sit between basically like Antenua and Eld. Mm-hmm. So that she can they're like, friends. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I don't have friends. What are you talking about? What? No. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> People are gross. <laughs> um, no, just so that if Antenua needed to, you know, tell her something or something she you know she's right there but also because like she wanted to sit down and have a drink with ild that was like her goal the first night she got there yep (laughs) all this stuff has just gotten in the way yeah you notice ild actually seems to uh, get a specific mug for you kalima and you recognize it's dwarven ale that she's sliding towards you nice i clean my glass with hers and drink Considering your first conversation, she she made sure you got some of the strong stuff and clinks and drinks one with you. Aye, it's about time, isn't it? Yep. It's been a long, what, two days? Three days? This is day three. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long weekend, you guys. <laughs> Man, those three-day weekends. Yeah, they, they, they kill you. Those holidays. After a little bit of time and... and a few drinks, uh, and Tinwa just kind of casually mentions to you, I think we'll stay around a little bit, make sure the city's all right. From there, we'll figure out what we need to do next. I'm sure the Nephany will contact us. As you wish. I'm assigned to you, and I hope to be able to work perhaps in the lower districts a bit more. They look like they could use some help. I agree. And do one other thing for me, Kalima. Relax a little. <laughs> just grumpy. I would very face. much like to see that. <laughs> I think sorry would sort of just try to feel out kind of like where everybody is, like on what the next steps are. You know, like okay. what do we do next? Because we've obviously we've won this round. <laughs> it's kind of the feeling. Okay. So during the general discussion, Thoven would kind of respond Well, I suggest taking a couple days to recover if anything from there we study what we can about these entities about the far realm and figure out any more hideouts of these whispered ones yeah we have a lot of indications that the whispered ones are a far-reaching influence this is just one cell for lack of a better word considering this was referred to as yeah one sect of their overall group. I'm sure there's more out there. Well, I'm pretty committed to taking care of this threat. I can't speak for everyone else, of course. I would also like to help out in any way that I can. Me as well. I look to my superior. 
(laughs) (laughs) She smiles. Well, I suppose we could help out. We'll have to see, check back in before we do, but really don't like the idea of little brain creatures in someone else's head. You know what's worse than the idea of it? Actually seeing it. Seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot worse. what's worse than actually seeing it? Having one of them try to do it to you? Your brain's fine. Yes, but it hurts. I'm sorry. It would seem this is just the beginning of strange creatures. We're likely to see new varieties in the future. Seems the realms are opening a bit. That's disconcerting. And I would say at this point, we're not really prepared for dealing with these threats, and we need to be. Yes. I've had thoughts to do some training of my own, do some teaching of my own, but not here. Everything here is too political. Sounds like a good job for your simulacrum. Perhaps. I do agree with you. This threat needs to be dealt with. The world needs to be prepared for whatever else is coming at us. It's going to be a long road. Well, if you ever need some space, uh, it's it's a little rundown and we need some repairs, but the Monastery of Kakos has a lot of room. I appreciate it. And as far as it being a long road, I've lived for a few centuries. I still have several ahead of me. I'm up for the long haul. Yeah, I don't know what the future holds for me, but I'm uh, definitely just going to do what needs to be done, try to help people, try to learn. Spend time at the library with Daryl. Yeah, definitely want to learn more about what we've been facing and maybe find some kind of solution to it. Before we all part ways, then, I will go to the academy and see if I can either make or acquire some sending stones. Keep all of us in touch. That'd be great. I'm not quite ready to leave Orenthal yet. I have some unfinished business with uh, Captain Marsk. We have some conversations we need to have i'm sure at one point while you're all talking marja dankel will will come up to you and and question you about what happened and what you found of course quest giver she's the owner she kind of like pulls you aside quietly a little bit to to ask you about it because she doesn't want to interrupt anything because you're a big group and you're paying so tor would explain what happened and and also uh focus on the fact that, you know, Olma's, uh, the the untimely loss of Olma did at least lead him down the path to help stop what was going on, and also that Olma's uh, journey to the afterlife was paid. She gets quiet, and she nods and, and thanks, and considering the, the brief story you told her, she essentially offers you all one round on the house in thanks for informing her of what happened. And I'd uh, I'd toast to 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 all who have been lost recently. How about to those who still live? A big cheer from Il. I. She clangs her mug on the table. Here, here, <laughs> here, 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 here. We all do our our cheers. 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 Ah! cheers, cheers. Just uh, also, I forgot. Um, Yes. Sorry, I'd want to ask uh, Daryl and uh, Thoven, uh, did Noah have any family? Anyone he was taking care of or anything like that? No, he he, he had the academy. That was his family. 
Oh. I'm sorry. I just want to make sure there wasn't anyone relying on him that would be without, I mean, aside from students. I'm sure it'll be pretty devastating when Thoven breaks the news to the, the rest of the academy. Sorry, I'm being a doubter. Enjoy your ale, everyone. Cheers! Cheers! <laughs> Thoven just kind of sips at the ale a little bit and just says, it's hard not to be a downer right after a particularly difficult time. Yeah. The key is then to honor those who have fallen and do your best to move on and stop it from happening again. You're right. Well said. So, I say a cheers again to those we have lost and to those who we have saved. Hear, hear. Cheers, hear, hear. Cheers. More somber cheers. Clink. (laughs) Clink. 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 So. Kalima's the happiest we've seen her, I think. Yeah. (laughs) She was told to relax. She's trying very hard. Yes. (laughs) It's goes with her her programming. (laughs) Yeah, how many glasses has she had? You guys, I mean, unless you don't drink fairly regularly, you've had quite a few of dwarven ale. Oh, I'm being very conservative. I know my weaknesses. Oh, I'm being super conservative. Kalima's just drinking. (laughs) I'm not. Yeah, Kalima's like, right. whatever, man. <laughs> like, whatever. I was Kalima's definitely tipsy by this point. Yeah. What does a what does a tipsy Kalima look like? She might let you braid her hair. <gasps> <gasps> Can I braid your hair? <laughs> she won't rip your arms off if you try. No. <laughs> I won't ask. I'll I'm gonna read the room. It's not the right time. Not not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. I picture Soon. you like what do you call it? Telepathic to Sildan, like Sue. Soon. Soon. I'll be friends with everyone. <laughs> they won't even know. <laughs> it's the best. And as the hours pass, all of you drink and go over your experiences over the past few days. As this group of adventurers can finally breathe a small sigh of relief to know that at least for now, the whispered ones have been stopped. As you discuss what the future might hold for all of you, At least for now, you know that you were all successful in saving the people of Orenthal. Thank you all so much for listening to our Orenthal campaign. While this immediate story is over, we will have one final episode coming up as an epilogue for each of the characters in the campaign to see what they wish to accomplish over the coming days, months, and even years. So make sure to come back for the final episode of Orenthal in order to find out what Saria, Tor, Kalima, Daryl, and Sildan all intend to accomplish now that Raleon has been defeated. Until then, feel free to find us on Twitter at RulesIsWritten. Send me a message at dm at dndraw.com. Or check out our other episodes and leave a comment or review on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. So thank you again for listening, and I hope to see you one last time in Orenthal.